0: Hello and welcome to another Lighthouse Video Mana podcast. I'm Pastor Jeff Glenn and it's my pleasure to take you through the Word each week. We've been going through Genesis and last week we finished up chapter 9. And this week we're going to take on all of chapter 10. Chapter 10 has sometimes been referred to as the table of nations along with chapter 11. It really is a detail of Noah's descendants and how they populated, you know, what kind of, what area of the world. And so as we begin chapter 10, it can, it can seem, and as we're reading through it, like just a blur of hard to pronounce names. And it is. However, once we get past that and do the work of reading through, we do see a few things that are valuable in this list of genealogy. So don't skip it when you're doing your reading. There's a lot of value in reading through this and studying these scripture. Remember that all scripture is God-breathed and is valuable, not just the scripture that we can easily read. Or even easily understand so the first thing that we see after reading through this is that God's providence is evident in fulfilling his blessing and desire for Noah and his sons to populate the earth so we we, we see that from Genesis chapter 9 after Noah and his family came off of the ark it says so, so God blessed Noah and his sons and he said to them be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and so what we're seeing here is is the beginning of of that promise and God's providence in bringing about this blessing and command uh, for them so this is the beginning of that and and so we, we we get a breakdown of Noah's three sons and each of their offspring and kind of where they ended up in the world and, you know, we see things like, you know, Japheth, his offspring eventually ends up along the coast. And this is all around that Mesopotamia area where um, where they had landed. And so, um, you know, we see this, the sons of Ham, um, you know, they, they eventually become known, um, the descendants, um, by their name and then followed by an ite. So, Jebusite or Amorite, or Gergesite, or, or Canaanite. And so, yes, those, those Canaanites. And so we also see that the great grandson of Noah, um, which is Ham's grandson, he's a man named Nimrod. And that name is probably familiar to you, especially if you've read ahead. And um, next week we'll get into chapter 11, which will explain Nimrod's Contribution to, you know, to to the Bible here, um, but we, we see um, in chapter ten, verse eight, that Cush begot Nimrod, and he began to be a mighty one on the earth, and the the connotation with this word mighty is is a, is a name that that means rebellion or rebel, and um, he began to be a mighty hunter before the Lord as it says in verse 9 and so we we see this this connotation with this word um, like one who behaves proudly or one who is impetuous and kind of driven by emotion and, and gathering power for himself and um, in this verse 9 when he's a mighty hunter the the ancient word for hunter there certainly means hunter but it also has a character The characterization with it that there's the enjoyment of the hunt for the sake of the enjoyment of the enjoyment, um, like the chase or the pursuit, is also a part of the thrill um, beyond just providing for a meal, just beyond providing for your basic needs. There's something of the thrill of of the hunt and the pursuit that's in there, and so. um, But what we see, and we will see, in chapter 11 we get a hint of it here, is that Nimrod was hunting for or pursuing this power for himself. And he enjoyed that, gathering this power to himself, this pursuit of that. And so we see here that the beginning of his kingdom was was in Babel. And we know that You know, you can already probably know where the story ends up with the Tower of Babel, but but since chapter ten doesn't directly cover that, we won't we won't this week. We will next week. Uh, But for those of you who read ahead, um, that would be a good read. But but we can say that the the name Babel, which is where the beginning of Nimrod's kingdom began, means confusion. So we know that Nimrod was a rebel. Um, he was rebelling against God, right? So that's, that should be stated, obviously. So here, here we have this man of rebellion and confusion who, who loved to use his power to conquer. And, and the thrill of the hunt was just as much of a motivation as it was, you know, to merely be providing for, for him and his family. And so we see Nimrod, the tyrant, was, was kind of bent towards rebellion and conquering for his own glory, not God's. And so we'll deal with that more directly in, in chapter 11, the consequences of that. And then uh, the next thing we see, we see the other descendants of Ham. Um, some of them will become the Philistines. And we know how that turns out as well. Um, and through Shem, we'll see that his great-grandson Eber, from whom we get the word Hebrew, so that, that middle part of there, Eber, Hebrew. Um, so Eber is... Adam's, or not Adam's, Abraham's, great, 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 four greats' uh, grandfather. And then we're, we pick this up in, in Matthew chapter 1 where we have Jesus' genealogy, which begins with Abraham there. But we see th- in Genesis here in the next couple of chapters how through Shem we, we get to Jesus. And so, again, God providing for his promise way back in, in the Well, way back, but a couple chapters ago, uh, when God promised that there would be one to come and crush the head of the serpent, and so again, God continuing to provide for His promise, and then you know another couple of things that we see, you know, we've already mentioned God's faithfulness um, to bless and bring about His command to go forth and multiply, Um, but but the unfortunate thing that we see in verse thirty-two, I'll read that. It says. These were the families of the sons of Noah, according to their generations, in their nations, and from these nations were divided on the earth after the flood. And so we see division. And, you know, although these people of the earth are clearly descended from Noah and his sons, you know, through God's providence um, in the garden, ultimately, you know, divisions come about. And they're not just geographical, like you know it would make sense that they would they were told to, to fill the earth and so they would need to go to different places but but this division was was beyond that um, as we'll continue to see here um, so this consequences um this destructive consequences we we continue to see that in our world today and then and then we see the beginning here of the attitude of nimrod which we've already talked about but but this is the first kingdom that's that's centered on man and it's centered on Nimrod. So, so Nimrod's quest or pursuit to to build a kingdom for himself um, through his impetuous, tyrannical um, desire, um, which takes his eyes off of God, and then ultimately the people that he's ruling over they, they look to him rather than to God for their for their for their mercy and. Uh, because he's a tyrant, but they also look to him for their providence and protection and all of that. So, so that's, that's the, the, the horribleness of being a tyrant is taking people's eyes off of God. And so um, next week we'll see the tower and we'll explore the, the continuing ramifications of, of that type of pride next week. So in the meantime, stay encouraged and stay in the word. Редактор субтитров А.Семкин Корректор А.Егорова Редактор